Hello everybody and welcome to the Joseph McCarthy Show. As many of you may know, we are in a state of tension with the USSR and they have employed spies into our country. Today we have three lucky contestants who are suspected of being communists. At least one of these contestants has their name in my book and it's our American duty to find out which one it is. Let's take a minute to meet our contestants. Hello everyone, my name is Ring Lardner Jr. You may know me as a famous screenwriter in Hollywood. Recently, many people such as your wonderful host here have accused me of being a communist spy simply because of a few things I said decades ago. Today, I've come here to clear my name and win the game of The Joseph McCarthy Show. Hello, my name is Albert Maltz. Yes, the famous Oscar-nominated screenwriter Albert Maltz. I worked with Warner Brothers on many socially aware dramas which have quite the reputation. I also have worked on classics such as Casablanca and The House I Live In, as well as many other feature films and documentaries during World War II. My films were made for America, which is why there is no way I could betray my country and be a communist. Good evening. I'm Lester Cole, an actor-turned-screenwriter. I was born and raised in New York and made my name in Hollywood with films such as If I Had a Million, which you should all check out when you have the time. Like the others here today, a certain somebody blacklisted me for treason due to my outspokenness towards the House of Un-American Activities. I don't quite understand why I need to prove to you all that I'm a spy of any sort, but whatever. Sounds like a bunch of hooey to me. Well, time for me to explain the rules of this game. I'll be asking 21 questions that only true American citizens would know. After a question is asked, the first person to ring their buzzer has the floor to answer the question. At the end of the game, the person with the least amount of correct answers will be deemed a spy of the communist state. The person who knows the least about our wonderful nation must obviously be the most un-American. Now, can I have each of our contestants test their buzzer sounds so the audience can hear? Here's my sound. I'll play mine for you. And here's my sound. Alright, now on to our first question. When and why was a NATO treaty created? Contestant 2, you have the floor. Well, the NATO treaty was created in 1949. NATO stands for the North Atlantic Treaty Organization and was created after the Berlin Airlift. Western nations joined forces in order to have a collective security from the USSR. The idea was that if any member of, of the alliance was attacked, the other nations would be there to provide support. Well said. Now on to our next question. Can someone explain to me the concepts of brinkmanship and massive retaliation? Essentially, brinksmanship and massive retaliation are concepts explaining the large buildup in our military as well as, as well as a description of how far we are willing to go to the brink of war in order to prevent communism. Hmm, I guess those last two questions were a bit too easy. Time to up the ante. What act made it mandatory for the president to notify Congress within 48 hours of deploying troops and must withdraw the troops unless he gains congressional approval within 90 days? I believe that the answer is the 1973 War Powers Act. Kudos to you, Lester. Now moving on to the next question. What was President Kennedy's reason behind starting the Peace Corps? President Kennedy started the Peace Corps as a method of containment against communism. He had hoped that by helping out the poorer countries that he could persuade them against communism and that they would join the United States in the fight against it. Correct. Now, can someone tell me the name of the spaceships the Soviets launched into the outer space and how the space race connects to the Cold War. The Soviets launched Sputnik into outer space. We can connect the space race to the Cold War because it became another place to compete for control over, which is why we created NASA to develop, to develop our space program. Alright, how about this one? Can anybody explain loyalty oaths and why we have them? Well, as the name suggests, they're essentially promises that we make to the organizations which we work for, 
swearing not to affiliate ourselves with communism in any way whatsoever. Good answer. But may, I, but may I ask if you have sworn loyalty to our nation yourself? Seeing as how you're a very popular screenwriter, you have a large influence and the capabilities of spreading communist ideas. I'm guessing that since you're here, you probably haven't. Tsk, tsk, tsk. Hmm. Well, I can't really say I haven't. I haven't, can I? That would put a red flag over my head. So yes, I have sworn my oath since you wish to know. That's quite an interesting answer, Lester. It was a simple question. Do you perhaps have something to hide? But anyways, moving on. Can one contestant explain the U.S. involvement in the Bay of Pigs? The Bay of Pigs invasion was when we invaded China to try and prevent a communist leader from coming into power? Wrong! The Bay of Pigs invasion was actually an unsuccessful attempt by the, a U.S. trained group of Cuban exiles to invade southern Cuba and overthrow Fidel Castro with U.S. support. I'm surprised you didn't know this. Hopefully you get the next one right. Next question. How did Americans react to the My Lai massacre and what did it do regarding feelings about the war? Oh my! Americans absolutely loved the My Lai massacre. They were so unbelievably proud of our soldiers and their heroic actions in Vietnam and this is something that convinced us to truly support the war. I don't appreciate your tone and I hope you weren't serious about that answer because only a communist would think that the governments acted that way. You guys are getting quite out of hand. Answer my question and stop with the extra stuff. Explain the domino theory. Too easy. That theory is the principle that Domino's Pizza has the best pizza. What in the world are you talking about? Pizza? Are you taking this seriously? You know the show is going to determine your fate, right? I would try to win if I were you. Well, anyways, how did the Tet Offensive affect public opinion of the war? The Tet Offense was another military campaign of the Vietnam War, launched on January 30, 1968, by the forces of Viet Cong and North Vietnamese states armed forces and their allies. The attack was a surprise on Vietnamese holiday of Tet, and the Americans clearly won this. This was something that increased American confidence in the war. Almost, but that was completely wrong. In fact, the Tet Offensive decreased American confidence in the war, since there is no clear distinct winner. Name two economic detainment plans. One example would be the Peace Corps, and the other would be the Alliance for Progress. Hmm, I'll give it to you, but other answers would have been the Marshall Plan and the Truman Doctrine. Now, what was NSC-68? Was it good or bad? That's not a very good question. It's too opinionated. I mean... Cut it. I don't want to hear any more of such of this nonsense. A true democratic and not communist American would know the answer. And since none of you are very promising candidates, I'll give the answer myself. The NSC-68 was drafted and gave the president a blank check when it came to military funding. And it was good because it gave us the means to keep communist influence at a minimum. What's the House of Un-American Activity Committee? The HUAC was created to investigate any claims of un-American or communist activities. People with any ties to communism whatsoever were called to testify for their defense. Exactly. And it's a brilliant organization as well. Well, we finally got one right, eh? How about Operation Rolling Thunder? What was it? Operation Rolling Thunder was a series of non-stop bombing on North Vietnam by the U.S. for three years, targeting their bases, railroads, and supply lines. Napalm and Agent Orange were also used, which polluted their water and crops, having long-lasting effects on their health. You know, I find it quite astonishing that... Uh-huh. What was the Marshall Plan and who was it essentially for? Uh, a plan by Marshall? Or was it for Marshall? Shoot, I forgot. <sighs> well, it was by Marshall. The plan pledged economic support to European countries in need so that they would not succumb to communism. Who was the president that started 
the Korean War, and where was the nation split? President Truman started the war with the war ending in a demilitarized zone on the 38th parallel. The president that started the Korean War was Harry Truman. Korea was split along the 38th parallel. What two countries does the U.S. interfere in foreign governments in order to put a pro-American leader in? Ooh, I think I saw this in a movie once. America fought in Britain and France to implement the current leaders there. What movie did you watch? Because that is absurdly wrong. What did Eisenhower warn America of? In Eisenhower's farewell address, he warned Americans of the growing military-industrial complex because our economy was growing too dependent on the manufacturing of weapons of war. Correct. Now on to the next question. When the U.S. created essentially a naval blockade to prevent the USSR from entering Cuba, what was the end result and what was it symbolic of? America failed and the USSR was able to enter Cuba. It symbolized the fall of America? Huh? What are you talking about? If that happened, America would not be here today. Now, on to our final question. When did the Vietnam War start and end? Ah, 1843, and it's still going on? Ooh, sorry contestant number one, but that answer appears to be incorrect. Well, that concludes the question part of tonight's game. And now on to the final moment of truth. But first, a quick message from our sponsors while the judges tally up the scores. You ain't nothing but a Hear that, youngsters? Mr. Elvis Presley's back at it again with another anthem. Grab your dancing shoes, slip back your hair, and grab a partner while you head over to the dance floor. Purchase Presley's new album at stores all over America now. And the results are in. Can I get a drum roll, please? Contestant number one, you answered seven questions in total with four correct and three incorrect answers. Contestant number two, you also had four correct answers and three incorrect. And finally, contestant number three, you had three incorrect answers and four correct answers. Judging by the fact that all of you have the same amount of correct and incorrect answers, you are all part of the Communist Party. Here in America, we don't believe in equal distribution. We believe in democracy and having to work for what's yours. CIA, take these spies away.